This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. Indigenous investigators in Alberta say they've found evidence of genocide at the site of a former Indian residential school. As Dan Karpinchuk reports, they've released a preliminary document into missing children and unmarked graves at the former Blue Quills Residential School. The Achinawino Paspu Society says its investigators have uncovered physical and documented evidence, and the report includes allegations that a so-called disciplinarian who worked at the school from 1935 to 1942 was seen killing indigenous children. The society said information came from intergenerational survivors whose parents witnessed the homicides. The accused died in 1968. Leah Redcrow of the society also says many children died after they were forced to drink unpasteurized milk contaminated with bovine tuberculosis. Redcrow says it was deliberate because school administrators were not dying and they didn't eat the same food as the children. Red Crow says ground-penetrating radar was used on the site last autumn. When it was accidentally excavated, the excavator found a bunch of uh, little skeletons piled on top of each other. And the, um, actually, the GPR uh, also confirmed that it's um, only 20 centimeters below the surface of the ground. We don't know how exactly how many children are in the mass grave yet, uh, but we do plan to excavate the mass grave uh, as, our, as our investigation progresses. Red Crow says work is still underway to determine how many children disappeared. She says her group is actively investigating the deaths of at least 200 residential school children who never returned home. Over the past year, hundreds of unmarked graves have been discovered at former residential school sites in British Columbia and Saskatchewan. The government-funded church-run schools operated across Canada from the late 1800s to the late 1900s. About 150,000 Native children were taken from their families and forced to attend the schools. Thousands were abused. Many died. For National Native News, I'm Dan Karpinchuk. Another hearing is expected in the next couple of weeks on a controversial election policy bill in North Dakota. The plan calls for requiring proof of citizenship for residents to vote. As Mike Moen reports, Native voters are raising concerns. It adds more burdens to the many voting challenges they already face. The sponsor of the bill says there are situations where people feel they're qualified to vote despite not holding citizenship. But opponents say there have been instances where people's status has been questioned at the polls and they weren't offered a chance to correct it through options like provisional ballots. Meanwhile, Colette Brown, a member of the Spirit Lake Nation, says a proposal like this only adds to the burdens Native American voters often face. Native voters often have to overcome geographical remote isolation, poverty. Brown offered that testimony during a hearing last week, noting those are some of the many factors that leave Native voters feeling disenfranchised. Secretary of State Michael Howe testified that he supports the intent behind the proposal, but warned there could be unintended consequences. North Dakota doesn't have voter registration, instead requiring an ID. Last fall, the state attorney general issued an opinion saying poll workers couldn't demand a proof of citizenship. The bill is now referred to the Senate State and Local Government Committee. The committee chair says another hearing is likely later this month or in early February. That was Mike Moen reporting. Chickasaw classical composer Jared Tate is preparing for a Carnegie Hall performance in March featuring Chickasaw astronaut John Harrington. Apollo chamber players will present Tate's Moonstrike, which is narrated by Harrington. Tate is an Emmy-winning composer, and Harrington is the first enrolled tribal citizen to go to space. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. 
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by the American Indian Higher Education Consortium, working to ensure tribal colleges and universities are included in our higher education system. Information on 37 tribal colleges and universities at AIHEC.org. This Valentine's Day, you can give all your sweethearts truly unique gifts from SweetgrassTradingCo.com, a Ho-Chunk Inc. company where you can choose from a variety of food, beauty, and wellness items from tribes across Turtle Island. Ho-Chunk Inc. supports this show. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.